Um, hi, everybody. Welcome to the To Be Brutally Honest show. We got episode two. Two? Of the year. Oh, for the year. That's a good call. Um, yeah, so good. We just got the boys today. We don't have any special guests. I guess everybody was busy, which is fine. Um, and we're starting off with baseball. Parker, lead us off with the uh, first topic in baseball. Go for it. So we're going to Hall of Fame right now? Sure, why not? Okay, so this week they announced the Hall of Fame uh, inductees or lack thereof. Um, some odd reason. No one was let in, um, which I think is funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, out of everyone, I don't have the list right in front of me, but out of everyone on there, they couldn't find a single person to allow in, um, which is odd. No, I do not believe that any steroid user should be in the Hall of Fame. However, there are clean boys in there. Connor, I'll let you go first. Okay, well, let me let's be real here. The Hall of Fame voting is an absolute joke. It has been for years. Okay, so number one, here's my problem with it. You have a bunch of old head writers that are deciding which people get to go on the Hall of Fame. Okay. That's stupid. Number two, not letting steroid users in, also stupid. Barry Bonds is a Hall of Famer. Like, there's... Why do you have to use steroids, though? Why did he feel the need to have to use steroids? Because every... That's my main problem. Okay. Stop talking for a second. Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) No. So, Hall of Famers, I associate the utmost confidence in their game and abilities. Um being a good moral person on and off the field, um, which obviously Hall of Fame has to do with on the field instead of, but whatever. Um, If you ever believe that you need to use a performance enhancing drug, um, that kind of wipes out the whole confidence factor in there because it's just artificial confidence. Um, And I just can't get behind that. Is that, are you done? Can I speak now? I just want to add one thing before you go on a monologue. Uh, is the word integrity in the statement that they make for the Hall of Fame? That's all I ask. I don't know. The answer um, is yes. Oh, yes. That's, okay, all, so, um, that's all you wanted to say? No. Yeah, that's all I wanted to add in. And you can go from there. Oh, yeah, okay. go for it. Okay. So, Parker, you've been to the Hall of Fame, right? No. You've never been there? Okay, nobody's been there. No, I think you're the only one if you have. Yeah. The Hall of Fame is a museum showing the history of baseball. Museum? Okay. The steroid era was a very important era in the history of baseball. And you can't talk about the steroid, the steroid era without Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, and Barry Bonds. They're a part of the history of the game. And therefore should be in the Hall of Fame because the Hall of Fame is a museum and it's not a popularity contest. It's a museum. And to not protect the history of the base of baseball by not putting in those three guys is a crime. Those sports writers should be, they shouldn't vote at all. Number one, number two, the clowns that sent in nobody, that's just a waste. You're just taking percentage away from other people. So I, I agree with you there. I don't agree with you there. You can, if you're not going to have confidence and voting in someone, don't vote in someone that doesn't deserve to get in. Yeah. Um, I mean, then, okay. 
what are you gonna there do? Are... Lamar Vizquel in just because there's other steroid users in his class? No, that guy's a that guy's not a Hall of Famer. I don't care what anyone says. That's fine, but you have other people that are on the ballot that didn't use steroids that should be in the Hall of Fame. Jeff Kent should be in the Hall of Fame. Kurt Schilling shouldn't be in the Hall Kurt of Fame. Kurt Schilling is a different argument. That's a, he's a different argument to be had. So the people that didn't put zero put didn't put in Kurt Schilling because of his stuff off the field. Once again, it's the history right. of baseball, not the history of baseball off the field. Well, Kurt Schilling is arguably, if you wanted one pitcher on the mound in the playoffs in a game seven, he's probably your go-to option. It's true. We can all agree so, with so the the fact that these old baseball writers that have been voting in people for I don't know how long are just deciding because they don't like the person that's not a good argument but he he's the one working himself out of the hall of fame not not anyone else he's the one doing it he is a hall of famer on paper all day every day but that's what it should be it should be what's on the paper not what's what Why he did okay you look at all all the other hall of famers you look at or all the other Hall of Fames. You look at the NBA. You have Carl Malone, who is a Hall of Famer. But that guy, right? Like, so, like, why are we looking at stuff that's not on paper? That's what I have the most issue with. Plus, it should be the the how do the how does the basketball Hall of Fame look? Is it writers too, or is it? I would assume so. You don't know. Okay. What about the NFL? See. My my thing here is that I correct me if I'm wrong. Writers in the NBA tend to be a little bit younger than writers in baseball. That's true. That is true. So, yeah, writers in baseball. One thing that I hate is like I okay, hate is a strong word. I dislike when John Smoltz hops on a on a broadcast and says, "Well, the the way the game used to be played." It's like, "Well, this isn't this isn't the 90s." Um is the 2000s um, and the game is played a different way and you can't really um, argue with that. Different eras, yeah. Um, so the writers tend to vote, which of course the players played a little while ago, but the writers tend to vote what they think how the game used to be played um, or just like an older version of how they think the game should be played. Right, but you saying that, I mean, I, I, are, I agree with Connor saying that Kurt Schilling is a Hall of Famer. Like, that one's an easy one. I think, actually, at the end of the day, he'll get in next year. I think he's waiting. He's waited this long as a punishment. That's what the MLB Hall of Fame does, is they think just not voting in is a punishment, and it waits, makes them wait. He took himself off the ballot. But then they, they fired back and said, we're not taking off the ballot. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Okay, um, so that's – but to say that – I, I think that those three guys that I mentioned earlier, Bollins, McGuire, and Sosa, you can't – it's – it's the Hall of Fame is it look back at baseball's past. And just to delete that entire era of the steroid era, that was an important part of baseball. Well, Everybody – In the late 90s, early 2000s, for sure. A lot of people watched baseball at that point. Yeah. And look at how far we've fallen. Not a lot of people watch baseball I anymore. With, I don't disagree with you there. So to well, ignore that, that part, to ignore that part of the game, to not even have those players in there, sure you have the you know the year where they had the home run race, but it's an important part of baseball to see. Yes, what they did was wrong, but still that was still probably the highest baseball's ever been. 
Yeah, I mean, you look at 90, probably 96 to 2004, baseball was gigantic. I have two arguments here, though. Um, if we don't include Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire in the Hall of Fame, um, are people just going to magically forget about it? I don't think so. Um, no, no I, I agree. Number two, um, what, what can baseball's decline be blamed on, though? Is it the lack of steroid use now, or can it be Rob? I think it starts, well, it's weird you ask that question because I think it starts with something they did today. So Ken Griffey Jr. named a senior advisor to the commissioner to consult on operations, diversity, and youth development. He said his main goal was to get people playing at a young age in baseball and not suffering burnout and stuff like that. I think that is a huge part of baseball is there's just not as many fans of it growing up as there used to be. Yeah. That's my opinion. But um, I mean, I feel like there were, there can still be fans. There's still potential fans out there. Um, right. But we're just changing, or we, major league baseball is just changing the wrong things to attract people. Um, I don't think no it is though. Well, I don't no think it is. I no think they, gonna, they, huh? No one's going to say, Oh shoot! They have a pitch clock. I better watch this game now. Um, no, but the pace of the game moves faster, and people always complain about the games being too long. Do they yeah, really? Though? The funniest part in that argument, though, Payton, is that NFL games average are average two and a half are, are longer. Yeah, and there's than baseball games. I'm, and, no, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not agreeing with that point. I'm just saying that's what people say. Yeah. I saw a breakdown of like the average time of like actual action in a football game and actual action in a baseball game is like, I don't know what the numbers were, but it's around the same ballpark. Um, which I guess that doesn't really mean anything, but um, it's just baseball doesn't do a good job of spreading the game and making it a little more attractive to people. Oh, it's an, it's an old man's game. What the it NBA is. has done so well is they've allowed players to market themselves. Yeah. And, you know, with the shoes and, I mean, they still have to wear, you know, relatively close to what, like, the colors of the team. But still, that they have players wearing, you know, random shoes with messages and all that, all this stuff. They have the stuff yeah. on the back of their jerseys. Like, well, I mean, you would see, never do that. that you, you yeah, you even see, like, Twitter accounts dedicated to, like, NBA players' shoes and stuff like that. Like, who they, who they wore and stuff exactly. like that. Yeah, I agree. But – Right now, the best marketing we have or the best marketing they have is Players Weekend where for a weekend they wear their I, – I would say that and the big brands themselves. So the Dodgers, the Red Sox, and the Yankees, and the Cubs. Yeah. I, um, but one, one of the major bummers um, that I have learned living away from cable um, is that I can stream football games um, – I can stream basketball games and I believe I can watch some hockey games. Um, but baseball's off the table. Um, I can't find anywhere that like um, legally streams those. Um, and it's just a bummer because there's so many people out there who might like, because people, I mean, they're not moving away from cable right now, but cable might not be a thing in like a few years down the line. A lot of people are streaming stuff and to not be able to watch, um, Dodger games or anything like that um, is really going to be a decline in the game. Torture? Yeah, no, of course. Yeah. The, I mean, MLB TV is like $180. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's pricey. Yeah. It's ridiculous. 
to get you have, to, you have to wait like an hour for highlights after the game on a right versus what? where the NBA bleach reports post and stuff as soon as it happens. Yeah. Or the NFL, like they're doing that kind of stuff. I mean, it's not that hard guys. Just open everything up. You don't have to control everything. That's yeah. where I think that Rob Manfred has damaged the game is that not a lot of people can see highlights. You have to follow all of MLB versus, you know, a bleacher report where everybody, all the sports follow that. Yeah. For, and ESPN is kind of the same thing, but you have to follow the actual MLB account or the team account to see those highlights, which makes no sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll go back to the final points on the hall of fame topic. Uh, Kurt Schilling, as we said, he was the closest. He needed 75%. He got 71.1. Um, next year's his last year in the ballot. And then our main poll question of the day who gets in the Baseball Hall of Fame next year? Mr. Mullen, you seem like you're going to have an opinion on this. Um, David Ortiz should be in. That's number one. Um, and I know what you guys are going to say, but based on the past record of voting and using your argument, Parker, A-Rod should not be in the Hall of Fame. Based on Parker's argument, yes. He should not oh, be in the what? Hall of Fame. That also includes Barry Bonds, should not be in the Hall of Fame. That's fine. But if you're going to let A-Rod in, let Barry Bonds in. That's my I, only I, argument. I never said I was going to let A-Rod in. He used steroids um, regardless of when he did. Regardless yeah, of never said that. Not, um, I don't want A-Rod in there. Good for oh. him for like, changing his image um, and like making a lot of money. Um, but I don't think he should be in there. So, Connor, why is – uh, accused steroid user David Ortiz going in the Hall of Fame, but Alex Rodriguez uh, admitted steroid user is not. Never served a suspension okay. and was accused and was never found guilty. Along the lines of Mike Piazza? Exactly. Who was in the Hall of Fame. Okay. I, mean, there's, like, I don't know what the evidence is, but I mean, if they can't like conclusively say, yes, yeah, guy did steroids, then that shouldn't taint his... Uh, his ability to get in the hall. Well, I don't know. Because you look at Barry Bonds and stuff like that, and there's – They never proved that he used steroids. They never proved it, but there's ample evidence that he did. Yeah, but – Okay, well, that's fine. Yeah. No, 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 hold on. Okay, you look at you look at golf, right? Look at where – I'm just talking about body purely. Look at how Bryson DeChambeau started and look at where he is now. So it is – you can't do it naturally. Do you disagree? No. Uh, I'm not disagreeing with how anyone can manage their bodies. So to say that the body change happened so instant, Bryson DeChambeau put on 40 pounds of muscle in three months of quarantine. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau also wasn't a skinny guy years yes, beforehand. Yes, he, he was. was. He was bulky. He no. gained a lot of weight, but he was never like, like a toothpick. Yeah, no. You got to look at the very beginning of his career. He absolutely was a tough tiger. He was pretty tiny. Um, but did Tiger use steroids? We don't know. I don't really care if he did or didn't. (laughs) So that's I'm issuing a warning right now. If they let in a rod, but they don't let in Barry Bonds, they're just hypocrites. That's all I'm saying. All the baseball writers are hypocrites. I won't be surprised. Well, here's the other thing too is that. Down the line, here's the thing about the Baseball Hall of Fame is that you can't get in on these first two or these first 10 ballots 
But then years down the line, when the senior committee votes, they always have these second opinions and stuff like that. I think Kurt Schilling, actually, if that were to happen, would get in. I think over time, they'd be like, why is this guy not in the Hall of Fame? The other steroid users having to deal with the senior committee of all are going to have way bigger problems dealing with them getting in than they would on this last ballot for many of them. That's what I think. I don't disagree, but I think that, you know, the people that did it naturally, like a Todd Helton or a Ken Griffey Jr., Todd Helton didn't even make it in the Hall of Fame, and he did it naturally. The top Todd Helton's not a Hall of Famer. I'll tell you that right now. Okay, the top twenty OPS, fifteen Hall of Famers, Bonds, Mike Trout, um, McGuire, and Sosa. Those are the other people that are in the top twenty, and Todd Helton. Todd Helton's not a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he is. I just physically watched him for however many years he was in the league, and he's not a Hall of Famer. He's a he's in the Hall of Very Good. <laughs> he is right next to David Wright, one of my favorite players ever. Okay, David Wright think- was good for like three years, so that's not a Captain America. Okay, that's fine. But what about what about Tory Hunter? No. no. Okay. No. Sorry, Parker, but no, Tory Hunter's not a Hall of Famer. He's in the Hall of Decent. not even very good, but pretty good. Okay. I, I'm interested to see who else was on that. Omar Vizquel, I nobody convinced can convince me he was a Hall of Famer. I don't know why Dan Heron was on there, but he was. Yeah, that was funny. Uh, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, Dan Heron. There was someone else ridiculous on there. Dan Victorino was on there. Uh, Roland. Well, Victorino had good playoff moments at least, so he's a little more understandable than Dan Heron. Scott Rowland. I didn't like. I didn't follow. Scott Rowland. People seem to think he's gonna get in. I don't. Was he even a top? Was he ever a top ten player when he played? Ever? No. no. I I don't even think that's like an argument. I don't know why he's all of a sudden bloated in his stat lines and stuff. I heard I I don't like him at all. But when I was listening to MLB Network um, after the Hall of Fame, Connor's favorite uh, Mad Dog was saying that Jeff Kent was just as deserving, if not more, than Scott Rowland. That's right. And I actually I actually agree with that. I don't I don't understand why Scott Rowland his legacy is all bloated. Billy Wagner's on here. Gary Sheffield. Andrew Jones. Man Ram. So Andrew Jones is an interesting one because he's Probably one of the best defensive center fielders to ever play the game. Yeah, and his beginning of his career was so good. Yeah, on the Braves team. So that's that's an interesting. You know who Andrew Jones kind of reminds me of a little bit is Cody Bellinger. Not playing style wise, but just like the their status entering the league. Is that not fair? Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, look at who's a one-time NL MVP, and I don't think Andrew Jones ever was, so I don't know why you're – You couldn't hear that, I don't think. Because you know who played in the the NL when Andrew Jones played in the NL? You tell me. Barry Bonds. What does that have to do with anything? So It's like playing with Mike Trout. Everybody's playing oh, for runner-up. Mike Betts did, and he won an MVP. <laughs> because Mike Trout was hurt. Because <laughs> he's better. He was better. He was better, but Mike Trout was hurt for half the year. So now you're just blaming it on injuries? 
Don't try and tell me Andrew Jones is the second best player in the National League during that time. I think he was. I'm not going to go look at it, but I, I have no interest in saying that. And who's to say Cody Bellinger wasn't when he won it NL MVP? He was the best player. It's true. It's so true. I don't, know, I don't know why that's that's a foolish argument. I was just saying he's a good defensive center fielder who he entered. Wasn't, he wasn't the best player. Huh? He wasn't the best player. Cody he was. He won an NL MVP. <laughs> who? That's fine, but in the last the last month of the season. Oh, and now we're going month by month. I, for, I forgot. No, 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 no. I'm no, no. going to Andrew Jones and look at his July and see if it matched up with Cody Bellinger's July. No, no. The last month of the season, who didn't play in the NL? Kirsten Yelich, but that doesn't Oh, that doesn't wow. Play. That's weird. Who's still going to win MVP? No chance. No chance. Better numbers. Better numbers all around the board. Runs faster. Better defensive player. Okay, irregardlessly. Um, and Jones should be in the Hall of Fame. Plays that well while faded. Okay. Uh, whatever. I'm, whatever. Yeah, Connor's just biased. All right, we'll go into more current stuff. Um, heartbreaking news. Oh, yeah, heartbreaking news for Dodger fans. I'm glad he went here. Uh, former Dodgers outfielder Jock Peterson signed with the Cubs on a one-year deal today. Yes, he did. It's sad. I wish it's him the best. He's good move. Cubs did a nice job filling in that Schwarber's Schwaber spot with um, Jock, who I think is a little better. Yeah, he swings the bat very hard. Sometimes uh, goes on cold streaks, but when he hits the ball, it goes very far. Good playoff performer too. Great playoff performance, hero. All Connor, around. you don't seem pleased. Oh no, good for the Cubs. Good for them. Good pickup. I mean, they're going to come in second in the NL Central, so it looks like. To the Cardinals. And speaking of the Cardinals, uh, them and the Rockies have discussed Nolan Arenado as of this morning. Um, the Braves have also checked in. Yeah. Um, but as of right now, it appears that the Cardinals and Rockies could make a deal, which and has been a rumor for two years. And it's obvious, but um, – Rockies want a very large package in return because it's Nolan Arenado. Um, I haven't seen who should be in that package, but should be large. Is it? I bet is is it that Brendan Rogers guy they always talk about that's going to be really good and then never pans out. Bet he's part of it. Yeah, probably. Uh, the the young, the Hong. Yeah, oh, quite possibly. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. That's big time, big time news. Another, another, uh, favorite short. huh? Another notable news. I don't think we talked about it last week. I don't know when it, I forgot when it happened. Kike Hernandez to the Red Sox. Good pickup for Connor. We did not talk about that. Good point. Two year contract. Um, he posted a video yesterday, which made me a little emotional. I'm not going to lie. Um, Thoughts, Connor? You're the Red Sox fan. That's a good pickup for us. Um, we need, uh, He's going to play second base for us, which is nice. We don't have a second baseman. And uh, we're going we're gonna to do well. Um, I'm a little worried about the Blue Jays now. All of a sudden, they decided to make some moves. Uh, which yeah, after you trash-talked him after I said they were good. Nice, Parker. Nice. Uh, you trash-talked the Blue Jays organization after I said that they were probably the second-best team in the division next year. So, it's karma. That was before they signed everybody. I know. Okay, well – I'm just saying. 
I mean, they said they signed the Stutter Boy, which we talked about yeah. last week. And then oh, I, I was going to say your favorite shortstop, Marcus Simeon, one year, $18 million deal. MVP runner up. So it was a walking error, so I'm not really worried about it. Yeah, I, I, you, you say that, but you take that of one year of play. You did the same thing two with years. Corey Seager. Two years. Two okay, years. two years. Two years with Marcus Simeon. But you did the same thing with Corey Seager. He had one pretty iffy defensive year, and then you just labeled him as bad defensively, but he was one of the best in the NL last year. That's true. He was a baller. I Dodgers never said him. he was a bad – I haven't said he's a bad defender since that year. I've never – I haven't said it since that yes, year. Yes, you have. No, yeah, I have. Yes, yeah. You know how I know you have is because the first game of last year, he had an error, and then he said, oh, look, nothing's changed at Corey Seager. That's not true. Yes, it is. No, I just said that was a good start to the year by Corey Seager. The receipts. Don't get the receipts. It's on my Twitter. I said good start to the year by Corey Seager. E6, that a boy. That's what I said. It's on there. Corey Dodger hater, too. True. That's fine. I'm here. I stand by it. Um... Another thing that I saw was that the Mets traded Steven Matz to the Blue Jays. Guys stinks anyway. With, <laughs> he had yeah, one good game. Guys stinks anyway. I feel like that might have something to do with the potential Trevor Bauer signing. It might. It might it's, not. It seems know. possible. People. I don't know. I think people tend to over overreact to cap space in Major League Baseball where there is none. So sure. them clearing cap doesn't really do much yeah Yeah, i mean it makes sense but i don't really think it's something that teams do unless they need to get under the luxury tax i don't know how the met situation is with that but true red sox and monkey bets and that good trade good trade um but yeah parker like you said mets are now the favorite to land trev bauer um rumored contract between them is three to four years less than 36 million um he doesn't deserve anything below, of 30 million dollars yeah they're saying it's below the average annual value record the dodgers yeah. have presented a similar offer apparently but shorter term which i don't think he should set any records by any means i know they did with bryce harper that one time and they tried to get him late i think that's what the dodgers are trying to do here yeah. different players one bryce harper was an mvp and trevor bowers trevor bauer in a 60 game season yeah um yeah, no, I don't get like he has yeah one good sixty game season. So what is that? Twelve pretty solid starts, um, and then you can't ask for a record setting contract after twelve starts. Speaking of absolutely things that are ridiculous, did you guys see on the MLB account they ranked the top ten starting pitchers? Oh yeah, I did. Clayton Kershaw number this is seven. Walker Buehler number ten. I'll, I'll go down the list. So DeGrom's number one. Obviously. Yeah, we can all agree on that. I've been saying he's the best for a while. Garrett Cole, Max Scherzer, Trevor Bauer, Shane Bieber, Hinjin Ryu, Clayton Kershaw, Dinelson Lamette, Aaron Nola, and Walker Bueller. Who, yes. yes. who was seven? Clayton Kershaw. No, no, eight, eight. Who was that? Dinelson Lamette on the Padres. Denelson. I've never even heard of this school. Dinelson Lamette. I've never even heard of him. He had one good year, and now they're saying he's what better than playoff performer Walker Buehler. I don't think Garrett Cole's number two. Um, the only really? reason he's number two is that uh, he has a lot of money. 
Um, you don't think Garrett Cole's number two? I Cole's overrated to me, but he's number two in my opinion. I I mean, his voice doesn't match his body. Um, I don't think he pitches that well. Um, I don't th- after last year. I don't think Hinjin Ryu's ahead of Clayton Kershaw. I don't either. Um, so that's kind of wild. Denelson Lamette, you know, I guess they probably felt the need to throw a Padre on there, but um, how do you not have Blake Snell on there? Yeah, Dude, I agree. Connor. If you're gonna throw a Padre on there, throw Blake Snell on there. You Darvish. Um, you yeah, Darvish last year. Yes. Yeah. See, the um, Shredder's a joke. She, Nobody yeah, likes I, that thing. And I, I like Hinjin Ryu a lot, but he's not a top 10 pitcher. Yeah. I mean, maybe 2019 he was. Um, but last year he was, you know. And he was good. He was good. But he's – I don't know anyone that's taken Hinjin Ryu over Clinton Kershaw. Just say that. Then, yeah. And then I didn't hear much about Aaron Nola last year. Was he that, was he that good? Bigger name than product. But I think yeah. it's based on the last couple of years, to be honest with you. Okay. It, has to be. it has to be. Because Scherzer last year also wasn't great. He wasn't better than Bieber or Scherzer. He was even better than Kershaw last year. Yeah. So, yeah, I was. I thought that was a little ridiculous. Um, final little stuff here. We have a couple minutes left of the baseball segment. Um, Mashihiro Tanaka to Japan. Interesting move, I guess. Former Yankee. Um, speaking of Yankees, Red Sox traded for former Yankee reliever Adam Ottavino. Uh, once, once, ah. had a, once had a crazy game in Dodger Stadium where he spiked like six consecutive sliders into the dirt and Dodgers won when they were down like two in the ninth. Interesting. So, interesting. Yeah, I just thought I'd throw that in there. I remember that game. So um, I actually like this pickup. Um, How did you- he had a very he had like a 5.29 ERA last year, but that was because of one inning where he gave up like six runs. Uh, so if you eliminate that one inning, he had like an ERA of 2.3. So looking forward to it. Um, Pierce, it's going to happen though. Um, he's going to be our best reliever, and then at the trade deadline, we're going to trade him, and then we're going to get prospects back. That's what's going to happen. Mark it down right now. That's a high bloom maneuver. Yeah, you're not wrong. I completely agree with that. Um, Carker pointed this out. City of St. Petersburg announced proposals to redevelop Tropicana Field site outdoors. Makes so, no sense to me. Yeah, especially in Florida. Um, a lot of rain there. I probably wouldn't want to go to brutal it. sun. What? It's not, it just brutal sun. The sun during summers is unbearable. Oh, and the, like humidity there. That's tough. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't like. I was kind of surprised to not see like at least a retractable roof. Um. But, I mean, it's cool that they have that, like, little outdoor vibe going. Um, I mean, it's cool. It looks cool. I mean, yeah. Tropicana is a shithole anyway, so anything other than Tropicana is better. It's true. Um, Tropicana is not as bad as you would think as someone that's been there. Okay, but I've been there, yeah, too. No one really wants to go there. Um, and, you know, their numbers really show it. Um, so, I mean, that new proposal um, – I don't know exactly how many seats they're thinking, but it looks kind of like a glorified minor league field. Um, With the lights, it looks like something that will be the show. Yeah, there's probably about a thousand out or outfield seats. That's about it. Yeah. And then, um, see if there's any more Uh, speculation. Thinks that Chris Bryant's going to go to the Mets or the Jays. Be interesting. If Chris Bryant goes to the Mets and then uh, 
they pick up Bauer also. That'd be wild. But Steve Cohen's not going to have a whole lot of money left after the uh, past couple of days. Well, I think the Mets on paper right now are probably the fourth best team in the NL. I'd say behind the Dodgers, Padres, and Braves, Bravos. Say the Mets are third, so but they they could uh, they could jump to as high as one or two. I don't know if they sign Bauer and Bryant. They yeah. sign Bauer and Bryant, and they're close to the Dodgers. Well, what's their infield looking like? So they have Alonzo. They have Alonzo. You want the hypothetical? Yeah, you want the hypothetical with Bryant at third. Brian at third, and then the McNeil at second. McNeil, who's underrated. I like. Yeah, him. and then he plays catcher for them. Uh, didn't they just sign someone? No, it used to be Wilson Ramos. Is it McNeil? Not no, not McNeil. McCann. Oh, it is McCann. You're right. Yeah, and then they have Conforto. Mm-hmm. And I always forget their outfielders. JD Davis. JD Davis. And. God, who's the other one? I thought he's pretty good. They just signed somebody new, didn't they? I'm not sure. I can't. I can't think of the Mets' other outfield there. But then you have the rotation of um, Syndergaard, Thor, um, McKenna's guy. It seems like. Yep, it's true. True. And then uh, Degrom, and they have one more guy, Wheeler. As Brandon Nimmo was the other one. Nemo, yeah, he always bats at the top of the lineup for some reason. Really? So yeah, and at least, <laughs> and at least looking interesting because Philly signed JT Real Muto as well, highest annual value for a catcher in league history. Uh, but the biggest contract still belongs to my Twins catcher Joe Mauer. Goat. He is goaded. I like Joe Mauer. The humble Minnesotan. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then MLB the show cover athlete. <laughs> Connor, his stance was so good and MLB be the show back in the day. It's true, it's unbeatable. It's a vertical one. Yeah. <laughs> Who did the twins pick up? I remember they picked them up a couple weeks ago and I Who cares? I'm not sure. So Connor, you have Kike at second now. Where does Eddie Rosario play? Andrelton Simmons. Who's Eddie Rosario? I thought you told me well, I'm two conversation at once here. Um, you told me that I thought they got Eddie Rosario from the Twins, the Red Sox did. Yeah, he's gonna play the outfield because oh, he plays because he plays the outfield. Well, he plays second too. He's gonna play the outfield. Okay, but you're saying you're saying he plays the outfield as if that's the only thing. I'm saying he plays second too, and you told me that last week. He played <laughs> how many games for the in the outfield last year? Let's. I'm not sure. I'm asking you, bro. Baseball Reference. He says he plays left field. Okay, that's why I'm asking. Dude, what are you talking about, man? What are you talking about? You're the one that said this last week. Yeah, he's going to play the outfield. I never said he was going to play second base. Yes, you did. Before they signed Kike. Parker? I don't remember. So. No, no, I didn't. No, he's going to play. We have a minute left. But, no, yeah, he's going to play the outfield. We'll go to what, whatever. We'll go to what Parker said. Andrelton Simmons. Uh, I kind of forgot about that. Simba. It's a good pickup. Yeah. Mm. You see, one of the most overrated players in the league. He great, great defensive player does nothing at the box. That's true. All right. Well, I think that concludes the baseball segment. Um, yeah. Barry Bonds is a Hall of Famer. Who's not? Okay. We'll see. All right. We'll, we'll be right back. See you on the other side. <laughs>